We live? Good evening, everybody. We got a finally got a a whole new studio opening, new studio. Same uh, great calendar as usual, though. Sorry for all the folks on Instagram who couldn't see who couldn't see this. Don't touch my chair. Okay, I'm in the perfect spot. (laughs) That's something like the G spot. Um, My name is Jeff Kalman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the wonderful, beautiful Joelle. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day back from California. Took a red eye overnight, arrived this morning. Um, we got a lot of great stuff to announce if you're not even aware of it yet. Yeah, um, got a lot going on. And this is a Q&A show where people ask your dog training questions by typing them in. Um, hello, everybody on Instagram, on Facebook, and um, uh, not Rumble tonight, unfortunately. Not Rumble tonight. We had a technical difficulty with Rumble. Um, so I hope everybody's doing fantastic. Uh, on YouTube and on Facebook and on Instagram and hope everyone's doing fantastic on Rumble, but we're just not there tonight. Mm. Um, a lot of people are struggling with unwanted behaviors in dogs. Yeah. So we are doing this show two, three, four times a week, and we can probably run it twice a day for seven days a week um, <laughs> and, and be able to you know help people. But that's why we built our library of courses. Um, we're actually launching a membership program starting um, November 1st. Um, so that's going to be exciting. And that's going to be on, it's going to be coincide with our uh, Solid Canine Academy, which is going to be sort of like a one-stop shop of learning. And the membership program, it's a monthly fee of probably $35. And you will be getting two private Q&As just for that, one every other week. You'll be getting uh, two one-off courses for that. As well, like uh, the first course we'll be putting on there is the how to stop your dog from killing chickens and fence fighting. I'm going to be showing you that live, but that's also going to be a standalone course. So we've got a lot to announce that's going to help a lot of people um, better their training um, with their dogs. Mm. Uh, You'll hear me use the word punishment a lot. Um, punishment is not abuse. It's the farthest thing from abuse. Anybody that says it is abuse is not familiar with actual, the modalities of dog training. I don't talk smart. I don't talk quadrants. I just talk the basics. Um, I also use the word um, shock collar, which is the same as an e-collar and a remote collar. They're all the same. And a lot of people like to argue about that. A lot of people like to argue about a lot of stuff in dog training. And I don't participate in that. I just um, get results and spread the word and don't sugarcoat things. And I just say it like it is without worrying if someone's going to like my response or not. Um, Everything I say has been tried and true and proven, not just with me, but thousands of other dog trainers. And um, uh, if you're not familiar or if you're brand new, welcome. Welcome to our world. And we also do one-on-one online consults, which can dramatically help people. We've got online courses. We have our podcast. So we've got everything from free to we also do boarding trains. Mm-hmm. We've got um, a boarding train program down here in Florida, but people send us dogs. Right now, right now we have a dog coming down from Montana and from California. So um, all we need is a dog to come from east. So Europe, get your dog over here. And then south, um, Cuba, get your dog over here. Um, and uh, Joelle is responsible for the nice new studio. Thank you. I went away for three days and I came back to, to this. Studio. As well as a fantastic uh, uh, hug. Podcast intro. And, um, a podcast and intro. intro. And an oh, intro. It took me five years. Yep. Finally got it done. It, it, it didn't. It didn't take you five years it, it took you probably about 15 minutes yeah but we've been you know a lot of things we've been putting off yeah and now we're now we're um, making progress so i think i'm going out of town next week because uh joelle will probably build an addition onto the house um so uh, <laughs> i'm excited about that can't leave me by myself for all too right long. well you just have to stay busy i'm not here to keep you busy um so not that you didn't stay busy but you know i'm not bothering you for constant stuff all right I almost shit myself when i put the first coat on the wall too because it was like a weird like a teal color i'm like well it's kind of dark this is not the color i fucking wanted but, but it's got a it da- like teal it's got a darken it's got a dark it was so. scary for a minute yep all right 
so let's get right into the questions and um, we'll get right to the answers. Some of the answers are not complete because most people actually need an online counsel to the minimum. Some of these questions like, how do I rehab my aggressive dog? Any tips? I'm like, yeah, do a boarding train. Um, that's not easy. But believe it or not, if you did a one-on-one consult, I can make your life dramatically better. Any Okay, this is the way it works. Any good and great dog trainer should be dramatically changing your life within one hour. That doesn't mean they're fully training your dog, but with the information that they have, any good or great dog trainer should dramatically, no matter how much information you know, they should still dramatically change your life in an hour. And that's when you know you've got a great dog trainer on your hands. All right. What do we got? All right. Snuggle Bun says, hello, everyone. Hey, Hey, Snuggle Buns. How are you? Um, Elise says, good evening. Hey, Elise. Hey, hey, hey. JW, good day, everyone. Hey, JW. Reed says, hey, hello. folks. Brittany hello. says, hello. Hello, hello. Pam says, hi. Hi, Pam. Oh, a, gonna... Bun says, oh, a new intro. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love the new background. Oh, love the new room color. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Constance says, A little hi. secret. It's just the corner of the room. <laughs> so. Yeah, just the corner. Yeah. It's funny That's because. That's all we need. Because if you, if you, if you look up. Most people's podcast. I look up Dave Rubin's podcast studio and it's in a garage and it's literally three walls, like in the middle of the garage with some track lighting, you know, lighting for like attaching lighting and, um, uh, and there's carpeting and furniture, but all around it is like raw space. Mm -hmm. That's what most people's, and if anybody's ever seen like a TV show or a talk show, they set up like this. It's like everything is, everything is just set up. Yeah. In fact, they have some studios that are actually on humongous wheels. Yeah. You can have different scenes. I just felt thing. like we, I was so tired of the fucking green washed out background. It made us look sick because it, we had the light so bright because we, bl- it, it just looked so bad. I'm like, you know what? We podcast like seven days a week at this point. We need a freaking studio. Yeah. Yeah. And we did. You we know? did it. So. Next. All right, let's see. Um, wow, I'm getting bumped because there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, let's see. Snogglebun said, awesome. Can't wait for the membership. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So the membership program, I'll go a little bit deeper into that. And I'll just give everybody a idea of how it's going to benefit you. So I'm going to let you in on a little pre-membership info right now. We are filming a twice a month. We will be making these one-off courses. What I mean by that is this. The first one we're doing is how to stop your dog from fence fighting and chasing livestock. Mm-hmm. Simple. It's an issue that a lot of people deal with. Actually, it doesn't just affect uh, pet dogs, but it actually affects, you know, like uh, farm dogs as well. Yeah. It also affects a lot of people that are in the homesteading. A lot of people have chickens. A lot of people have horses. They've got, they've got cattle. They've got livestock. Frankly, they got cats. Okay. So, the course is going to be $38 or $39 for that course. It's going to be done live. We're going to actually show you live. Dogs are going to not enjoy this protocol. But if you ever see, have seen snake aversion, rattlesnake aversion training, you'll know that it's intense. People have got to understand the amount of animals that dogs do kill. Like if you get your average large breed, breed, breed dog into the chicken coop, it can wipe out 20, 30, 40 chickens in minutes. It'll just go from chicken to chicken to chicken to chicken to chicken. So it doesn't take much to kill all your chickens. Um, In a true farm situation, if a dog is even pestering, just pestering, it doesn't bite, doesn't kill, but it's pestering livestock, the farmer or the owner of that livestock has permission to shoot the dog on site. And there are municipalities where actually you can look for the dog, even if you know who owns the dog, at their house and shoot the dog. And you are within your right to do it. Farm animals are extremely important to a lot of people's livelihoods. So that's why this banning of e-cowers is really bad. So for instance, $38, $39 for the course. Great. That sounds like a great deal. Or, or it's for free. 
you can have the course for free if you were a member of our membership course. Program. Yeah, of our membership program. And you're also going to get another free one that month as well. So for the cost of one course, you get your monthly membership, which includes two live courses, two Q&As, and then a bunch of other st random stuff. So we are just trying to create a virtual world where we can help as many people as possible. And we already are doing our free stuff and we'll continue to do our free stuff. But we also want to be able to do some more focused, targeted things, build a nice family tribe um, together. And then we can actually show more stuff. A lot of stuff we can't just put out for free on social media platforms because it'll be taken off. Mm -hmm. It'll be taken off like high corrections. Can't show that stuff. Can't show that stuff. Next. Uh, some minor dog training said, dude, there's so much arguing in dog training. I hate it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's because historically dog trainers are a bunch of immature, unprofessional people. They're catty. They try to harm you with words because that's all they have. They make up lies. They gossip. They try to shut you down because they have low self-esteem and they can't just focus on their craft. There are more dog trainers out there that just argue about dog training than actually um, train dogs. In fact, I saw uh, an interview clip from Ian Dunbar. From Ian Dunbar. And if you don't know who Ian Dunbar is, you probably should look him up because he's been around for a long time. And he's like, his quote was, you got a bunch of people flapping your gums, arguing. Instead, why don't you train some dogs, make some videos, and show people what you're doing? Next. Okay. Let's see. Where am I? I don't know. Mel said, love the new background. Nice touch. Terry says, looks great, Joelle. 100%. Sam Davis says, absolutely love the new look. Congratulations. 100%. 100%. Um, Pam says, have you been contacted by anybody to do a seminar in North Carolina? Would be happy to assist, but don't want to be in charge. Um, we have two potential people. I was just on somebody's podcast, um, and they might be able to do it. And then we've got somebody that was lined up for last year. They might be able to do it. I wanted to get it done this year, but um, it can't be, and then it'll get too cold. So yeah. I don't want to do it in, in January, February. So it'll be sometime probably in the spring or summer of next year. Uh, Reed says, hey, Jeff, what do I, who do I punish? The dog stealing the toy or the dog loading and reacting to said stealing by biting the other dog's snout? Their relationship is great, except for the episode that happened. So it's going to be a two, eventually both. Because the problem is, if you don't, but I would correct the, what, what's the most dangerous? What's the most dangerous? And you can say, well, if the other dog didn't steal the toy, then I wouldn't have to, the other dog wouldn't bite its snout. I get it. But it's inevitable that maybe not your dog, but dogs take things from others. They just pick up stuff. They just do. So what I would do is I would set it up, have the other dog load, no apply the punisher to that dog, and then start correcting your dog for being a toy stealer. Next. Uh, K-How said aloha. Hey, K-How. Hey, aloha. How are you? Sam said just a suggestion. How about displaying a bonker on the shelf? LOL. No, not going to happen. And, you know, we're also not going to put leashes, collars, harnesses, or any other dog-related material up on the shelf. Notice how there's no dog stuff, not even photos of dogs um, behind us. And that was done on purpose. Why? Because what we do is bigger than dog training. But thanks for the suggestion. Uh, YP says, hello, nice setup. Thank, Thank you. you. Elise says, glad I found your green to graduate course. We took our dog to a facility that put the e-collar on right away without any basic obedience first. Green to graduate protocol makes so much sense. Yeah, but just, I don't want to know the name of the facility. But just to let you know, we have also done that. And we will continue to do that. And on some things, like you can actually start your dog on heel with, you can actually start your dog on any obedience command 
right on a remote collar, right from the get-go. But there's a skill set involved. There's a skill set involved. So what we want is we actually want owners to start learning foundation dog training protocols. Because no matter what tool you use, you still need to understand like how the dog is learning, how to actually have a conversation with your dog, both on, yes, that was good, that was not good. Hey, you know what? I need you to do that again, depending on what stage of training they're in. So we like to do a nice, slow progression. Bottom line is, I'm glad you found us too. And if every single person that had a dog got green to graduate, which is only $197, for every person that got that, because people spend more than that on dog trainers, you would have a impeccably trained dog that's on leash and off leash obedience that could actually go out in public with you. In fact, tomorrow we're training um, more of our public access course, which is a course that, that course actually drops October 1st. Yes, which is a course that's coming out. Advanced obedience and public access. So if you have a dog who's trained and you want to start taking them out, but you're like, damn, like, I don't know, I'm second guessing myself. Is my dog really ready? Like, I don't know how to get my dog in the world. This is the course for you. Right. 99 bucks on pre-sale. It's a steal. We're going to show you exactly how to sharpen your sharpen up your obedience in the house and then take it to the store. Car rides. Yeah. Oh, 97 yeah. bucks. Even yep. cheaper. Um, we're definitely going to cover the car because everybody's like, can you please cover car protocol? I think every course we've ever done, people ask for car. And it's protocols. funny because whenever we take dogs off property and we're on stories, we always show how the dogs are in downstairs. Yeah. 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 Yep. So yeah, we're going to go over everything. Advanced obedience and public access, and uh, it's on pre-sale right Pretty now. Pretty much the it, same. It drops October 1st. The same level of training that we feel that a service dog that has public access should have. I, I strongly, strongly feel that family pet dogs should have the same and can have the same. And we're not talking about the tasks. We're just talking about literally being in, being in public, being in public. And I, was, I was at the airport, um, you know, I was just came back from California, so on both ways to California and back, and you see a lot of people with dogs, and they're like out of control, and I'm like, geez, hmm. that's, that's a problem. Um, Haley says, the off-leash dogs are out of control recently. We just got rushed by three separate off-leash dogs so inside of Lowe's the other day. I called the local warden to ask what I can do. She told me to call 911. No, no, I no. I feel no. like that won't do anything. No. I feel at a loss. But that's like when someone breaks in your house, you call 911. No, you get your gun and you shoot them. Um, I'm a huge advocate of shooting people that break in your house because no, you don't know what their intentions are. And, and I'm not going to wait around to see. Um, and any smart homeowner that has loved ones or has cares about themselves will do the same. Um, and if you don't want to get shot, don't break into people's houses. Simple concepts, very simple concepts. Um, so uh, what I would do is I'd actually talk to the manager. The problem is they're probably going to ban dogs from that Lowe's. That's the issue. So, but I would talk to the manager and it's like, why do we have all these off-leash dogs running around next um, let's see, Michael, I'm watching, I'm watching my sister's six month old puppy for about a month. She's not very well trained and now thinks she runs the place. We train her, we treat train her, but when there's no treat, she doesn't listen. Right. So first of all, are you being paid? Not that it makes a difference, but it does make a difference. Oh, I think it's Michaela. Sorry. I'm because, trying to read her Michaela, for your sister to dump her dog on you for a month without payment is pretty presumptuous of her, and especially a six-month-old dog. Now, we do train every single dog on commands with food, but what is the primary goal and what are the bad habits of the dog? So the first thing I would do is this. Forget about obedience. Can you go to... No, not getting paid. So, okay, then I would... Don't do it again. Okay, don't do it again. Or what's your phone number and address? Because we're going to Greece and I pay our pet sitter a humongous amount of money. We, she is beyond, put it this way, she can't wait till we take trips. Are you guys traveling soon? Are you guys traveling soon? It's like she gets very well paid to take care of the dogs, the house, the chickens. Mm -hmm. uh, more like more than like doesn't have to work, you know. Um, so, 
what, the first thing I would do is this. Can you go into a crate and lie down and, and be quiet? Can you, do you know what a leash is? And do you respect actually leash pressure? Can you not bark? Can you not pull? Which would be, I guess, training the heel. Um, can you uh, uh, not steal things? Do you counter surf, get in the trash, bark out the window? So start with stopping all the unwanted behaviors. Then, as we show in Green to Graduate, whether you're using food or not, the protocols are the same because we implement leash pressure on with food and without food. So you want to teach the dog leash pressure. But is that what you're there for? So technically, you're doing a boarding train. You're doing a $5,000 boarding train for free. And it doesn't make a difference to your sister. So... Um, so I would start with that. But then as far as food, that's why you need to, when a dog doesn't work for food, which is a lot of dogs, that's why you need to understand compulsion training, which is technically just leash pressure training. You need to understand how to use your leash to communicate to the dog that, yep, I want you to sit. I want you to down. I want you to heal. I want you to, um, you know, get up on something. I want you to go to something. It's utilizing, you know, leash pressure because a lot of dogs will not do a lot of stuff for food or in your case they've stopped doing stuff for full for food and then if the dog knows enough of enough like say down then you have to know how to correct so there's you have to actually probably know how to correct then you have to also know how to if your dog responds in a negative way how to troubleshoot that mm -hmm. like there's actually a lot involved in dog training it's a lot involved in yeah. dog training so um there's a lot of, you know, talking about all the bullshit and immaturity. There's a lot of, you know, nonsense going on about us constantly. It's like, oh, yeah, they just believe in training the same way for every dog. It's like conceptually, yes, but realistically, no dog ever gets trained the same. No. They're it's funny because everyone on dogs. our e-caller live last week, which we run twice a year, I'm like, who? how many of you are return attendees? And a bunch of people are like, I am, I am, I am. And they are you learning stuff new? Yeah. They're like, absolutely, I'm yeah. learning something new. Because it's a different dog. Yeah. It's a different dog. We have, like, the green to graduate that we that we do, we have dogs that we can't do those protocols like we show in green to graduate. Mm -hmm. We have to troubleshoot. Yeah. Because they don't give a shit about a program that we made. Yeah. Next. Uh, Brittany said, what's the cost of the membership? $35 a month. That's it. Oh, you also get 20% off courses. I mean, it's, 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 it's a steal. It is a steal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Steal. Oh, and you'll probably get some courses before they even hit market. Mm -hmm. So you'll get access to a free, you'll get access to a 39 to 59 hour course before for free before the public has access to it. Like, I mean, it's a no brainer. It really is a no brainer. A lot of people are like, oh, $35. I'm like, $35. Just who, a week of your who, who reloads their Starbucks card by 50? <laughs> Who's got presets to $50 on your Starbucks card, mm -hmm. right? And how quickly do you go through that? You go through that in a week a lot of times, right? So what's $35 a month? With this wide lens, I can't really like jab you under the table anymore. Everybody would see. I know. And I can't, <laughs> I can't fill, you, fill you up. Oh, please. <laughs> It's like they'll totally see my arm go out if I like. <laughs> Pam, if I want to do off-leash work in Lowe's, I just use a leash drag and yeah. then have control in case yep. someone complains. Always. Not a lot of places dogs can be off-leash in North Carolina. Yeah, we no. always do a leash drag. We always do a leash drag. It's very rare yep. we actually have the yep. leash off. But, but there is places you can go off-leash with your dog. I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, you'd be surprised how much open space there is. And there's also like you can also practice in. But you should still do a leash drag. Because what if, what if, what if, what if, next? Unless you're in a fenced-in area. Metal Chicksta said, off-leash dog got shot and killed at a public park over the weekend, been very controversial in the neighborhood. Well, I see both sides of it. I absolutely see both sides of it. Do you remember when there was a, um, supposedly, so data usually um, doesn't lie. Usually doesn't lie. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, supposedly Biden won by data. So we can't always go with the usually it doesn't lie. Okay. Um, but there was there 
appeared, this is because there's so something called social media and news out there, that police officers were killing family pets in a, in a sky, right, sky high rate. And if you analyze the data, no, they weren't. It was less than the previous year. But because of social media, if a police officer kills a dog at 7.35 p.m., by 7.36, the world knows about it. In Providence, I had a lot of police officer friends. I've done, um, uh, when you sit in the, sit in the, the police car and you, you know you go out for the night with the police officer i've done those before one of the biggest things in almost every community um except for seattle and portland um is domestic violence that doesn't mean they don't have it there but they got bigger issues new york city they have bigger issues so domestic violence all right so imagine you're a police officer and you arrive at a house that has a fenced in yard mm-hmm. And the call is, somebody called 911, my boyfriend has a gun and is threatening to kill me. So this is how the call comes in. So you know that there's an active, potential active shooter in the house with a weapon that can kill, and somebody's live is being threatened. You arrive at the house. It's very common for people doing um, um, not so good things to throw the dog outside. Now you're being rushed by a dog and everyone will say, oh, well, they should learn more about dogs. No, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. It's not a police officer's job to become a dog body language expert considering that most dog trainers can't even get that right. Okay? They have one obligation and that is to keep the public safe. Not to keep the dogs safe. Nowhere does it say that they are supposed to keep dogs safe. They're supposed to keep the public safe. So they open up the gate. They know there's somebody inside. They can hear the screaming. They can hear the screaming. A dog is rushing them. What do they do? They shoot the dog. Now, this was controversial. This is controversial. I get it. I understand that. I would hate for that to happen to my dog. Do they, and some people are, some people are like, they should wait till animal control gets there. Really? So you're going to, so animal control, do they work 24 hours a day? Do they work at two in the morning? Number one, I don't think they do, but do they? Where are they? How long does it take to get there? And you have a police officer now standing outside the gate waiting for animal control while someone's potentially being murdered inside. And it might end up as a murder-suicide, so now you've got two dead bodies. And, the, and, the, and everyone's like, why didn't you go inside? Because there was a dog outside. So the threat has to be neutralized. All threats have to be neutralized. They've got to get in to neutralize what they came there for. So I get why officers are shooting animals. I understand that. And if somebody came outside of the house and tried to prevent them from going inside, they maybe wouldn't shoot that person, but they would have to neutralize that person as well. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want your dog shot in a situation like that, have a house and be the person and be the partner that the police are called on you. Train your dog to be off-leash trained. Now, mistakes do happen. Dogs do escape from yards. But if I owned an aggressive dog and escaped to the yard and it was terrorizing the neighborhood, it's a good chance it's going to get shot by somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I carry. If it comes at me or my dogs or my kid, it's going to get shot. I mean, sorry. It's just, this, this is just the way the world works. You know, it's called reality. So, but I can see why it would be controversial, but were any of those people there next? Um, Crystal said that is exactly what animal control told us to do to our neighbor's dog. If it went after our chickens, what call 911? That's the stupidest advice I've ever heard. Yeah. It's too late. Your chickens are dead. You shoot the dog. Your chickens are toast. You shoot the dog. Yeah. That's just the way, again, that's the way the world works. And I'm not saying, Hey guys, Go out and shoot dogs, as I'm sure someone will take this clip and like 
put it out there like everybody else because people do this. What I'm saying is this is the way that the world works. Someone breaks in your house, you own a gun, you don't call 911, you call like the morgue. Well, it depends what state you're in. Though. Right. But I'm just saying, though, this is just how it works. You have an obligation. You should. And, and let me get a little bit sexist here. But Joel shoots also. But I will get a little bit sexist here. It is my obligation to keep my family safe if I am home. That is what men do. Yep. Sexist guy. No. I take my role seriously, but I'm actually the least sexist person, actually. And Joel will tell you that because she can take care of herself. It's true. If I was out of town and someone broke in the house, she would shoot them. What I'm saying, though, is like men need to start manning up. And I ain't calling fucking 911. Next. Well, I will afterwards. Okay. All right. You done? Yeah. All right. Jay Vasquez says, aside from medical reasons, what may be the reason for decrease in food drive? My dog was at boarding for a week, came back uninterested in food. She was previously very food driven. Um, nerves. Yeah. Yeah, usually it's not medical. It's just a lot of, I would say that 50% of the dogs we get in, we can't use food with. We can't use food. They're either too nervous or even if they're not nervous, they just won't take food from you. If she just got back, give it a few days. She yeah. might still just be like a little yeah. bit in shock yep. that she was away from yep. you. And... Not that it was not that the dog had a bad experience. Yeah. But it's just it's different. It's different. Yeah. Haley said, Love your courses. I learned more from them than I did in two years hands-on at a kennel. I can't wait for the membership. Thank you. That is a Thank common you, comment. Yeah. Common comment. Yep. I think the biggest one was eight years, someone mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Omar Phoenix says hi. Hey, oh, Omar. Hey, Omar, how are you? Uh, YP says, I have a 16-month pup that growls at family members when they walk by his crate. How do I correct this behavior? Okay, so you you wouldn't use any reward-based protocols to stop it. So let's just explain how dog training works. And I'm not trying to speak down to anybody at all. But there's a lot of people out there that are convinced that rewards work for everything. When you use a reward-based training protocol... You want to teach something new or increase the behavior. So what do we really want to do for our step one? So our step one is we want to teach the dog not to do the growling. Therefore, we have to use a punitive-based protocol because applying a punisher instills an inhibitor, which stops the behavior. These are facts. These are not opinions. Therefore, you could have a remote collar, shot collar on the dog. You would say no, you would correct. You will hear though, this is wrong because it'll create a negative association with the crate. It'll make the dog more aggressive towards people. All these things that we hear about, and I've been doing this for 20 years, I've never seen manifest. I mean, I have just never seen them manifest. All I've ever seen is dogs shut up when people walk by the crates. Now, once you know for a fact that you've extinguished that behavior, suppressed that behavior, which people will say, and I did a morning show on suppression um, last week. People can watch that called Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff Show. It's on suppressing a behavior. You can look that up on YouTube or on Rumble. And then you can start rewarding your dog for doing proper behavior. But first, we have to stop the unwanted behavior next. Michelle says, how do I stop my dog from running in the house? If I put him in place, then say break, he just runs. Leash on the dog. You can say no and bonk the dog. Also, you can start creating, a make it a default that there's no running around in the house. Children, same thing. I don't allow kids to run around in the house. That's what outside is for. I don't let dogs don't run around the house. That's what outside is for. So put him on a leash, walk him around. Walk him around the speed that you'd like him to start moving. Next. Let's see. Van S. K9 said, if the behavior causes the correction, the behavior will go away. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Hey, Eric. How are you, buddy? Hey, Eric. Hope you're doing fantastic. Hope you're enjoying. The, I, I imagine your boat's still in the water, right? Mm, it's kind of cold now up north, I think. I don't know. I guess it depends on the kind of fall they're having. Sometimes yeah, there's I've, no I've, fall at all. Because I, I think I've seen him water ski with a wetsuit on. Mm. So, so yeah. So, I hope, you're, I hope you and your family are great. Your daughter's probably back at school, right? She's going to graduated by now. She's probably back at school. So I hope everything's great. 
Sam Davis says the bonkers suggestion was a joke, Jeff. There's a reason why I'm not an interior decorator. I don't have Joelle's eye. LOL. <laughs> right. So I have fun doing this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Anybody want a remake of their anything? Count me in. We need film. The need... sucky part was though I couldn't document any of it because I was like, oh, I'm going to keep it a secret. That lasted about 24 hours until I texted him a picture. Like, <laughs> what? Look what I did. You could wait two more days. You wait two more days till I get I home. I love surprises. I was just like, oh, I got to tell him. I got to show him. I suck. Um, Eric said, boat still in the water. Nice. 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 Michelle said, by the way, he's e collar trained. Oh, the dog that runs. Oh, yeah. So, no, correct. Um, Cheryl, not only livestock, a dog caught harassing wildlife is also illegal. Can be a federal offense depending on the location, and your dog can be put down by game officials or law enforcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like again, it's like people can yell and scream about a lot of stuff, but there's also something called reality. And we had a chicken killed um, by uh, some nighttime. I think it was a raccoon. Some nighttime prey, a predator. Fucker. That chicken, we only are allowed six. So that chicken represents about 15%, a little bit more. Put it this way. At least she was our most regular layer. Right. So only we get at least one egg a day from that chicken. Yep. So that chicken, so because that chicken is dead, 25% of our daily intake of eggs is gone. Mm -hmm. So imagine you know, buying um, a whole uh, goat or a lamb or a sheep. That's a lot of food. And then if you're doing milk product from those animals, or if you're doing, if it's a sheep and you're doing wool product from those animals, we're talking about a lot of money. We're talking about a lot of money. So um, it's just the way the world works. It's hard enough being a farmer. Next. Constance, a question for Joelle. Do you find there is an optimal time of day to share your content? I can't figure out the algorithm. Some posts take off. Others seem to slowly grow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the experts will tell you right. to look at your um, your following, right? Click your followers. Look at your analytics. When is everybody uh, the most? It shows on a graph. It shows on a graph the time of day that your followers are the most active. For us, they say 3 p.m. Right. So guess what? I've posted at 3 p.m., Nobody fucking sees it. Right. I post at 9 a.m., post blows up, post in the middle of the day, cricket. So, like, go by, honestly, just post whenever you want and what's right. most convenient for you and what's going to make you be the most consistent. For me, posting in the morning after I've eaten breakfast, had my coffee, and I'm in a good headspace, that's when I get content out. And when I'm in a good headspace, Content magically does better. Go figure. Yeah. So yeah. don't listen to that bullshit. Cause yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of experts out there yeah. that, that will say a certain time of day. Bottom line is if you've got good content, the marketplace will tell you that it's not about whether you think it's good or not. Yeah. The marketplace just determines what's good. If, content. You just get, if you get so caught up in analysis paralysis, you won't get anywhere. Right. The biggest thing in social media growth is just being consistent. Right. So post at whatever time is going to make you be most consistent. Right. I would spend more time on mm. titles and descriptions with keywords in the, in the descriptions. Yeah. So it gets picked up by the algorithms more than the actually time you post. Next. Dog trainer Audrey says, hi, Jay and Jay. Jeff, I've been meaning to reach out. Griffin, the aggression case we consulted about is home and thriving awesome. along with a family. Thank you. Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Super proud of Audrey. Oh, I think we were just talking about her tonight, weren't we? Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. I, I, I mentor and help and do one-on-one -on -one consults with um, a lot of dog trainers. Uh, not just on dog training, like a dog they happen to be working with. A lot of them are boarding trains. They're working with and they're stumped, um, which uh, that's another great reason to join our, our membership club is to help troubleshoot, you know, dogs that you're working with, but also on personal growth on social media. And Joelle and I will both be doing these Q&As both be doing this two and a's for the membership course so next in dog workshops said my favorite people oh, oh hey raquel. hey raquel how are you cheryl said yes raquel you're sending me all these videos but you're speaking in portuguese so i'm not quite sure what yeah, you're we saying we don't know what you're saying raquel but thanks though um cheryl said yes your new decor is stunning thank you yeah every time raquel just i know sends I me something it. i'm just like she's probably just like talking about how wonderful she loves us and you know da 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 and it's like that's like what she's saying. 
<laughs> to the world. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kathleen Pell. Oh my God, Kathleen! Wow. Hi guys. Haven't caught a live. Was that Kathleen Kath- Boston? Kathleen? Yeah. Don't ruin Kathleen. Yeah. Our oh my new gosh. puppy is a little fucker. Lol. Sucks to start over after training Max. Hope you guys are well. Uh-huh. Kathleen, what is your baby coming soon? She got pregnant right around the same time as my sister. Yeah. Get a puppy too. They're both due. Sure. Soon. My sister's due any day. I think you're due soon. Congratulations. Yeah. And you have a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> what were it's you like, thinking? Let's see. My life, I think having, because it's a first child, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm having my first child. I got no idea if I'm going to have postpartum depression. Is it going to be an emergency C-section, a planned C-section? I said, I don't even know if this. Fuck it. Get a Doberman too. I, I don't know if this baby's going to like take onto my nipple and be able to, you know, to, to, to be able to um, breastfeed. Like who knows the sleep cycles are going to be. I don't think it's going to be colicky. Um, is my partner going to step up? Um, do I have a partner? Hey, you know what? Fuck it all. Let's get a puppy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Kathleen lives on the edge like that. Yep. Um, Raquel said, I love you guys. I'll say stuff in English from now on. You don't have to. It's okay. Jeff just needs to learn Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, Snuggle Bun said, a lot of things you mentioned covered in the public access course are items on the public access test that is the gold standard for service dogs to be in public. Yeah. Will be very helpful to service dog and training handlers. Yep. Yep. It's, it's so true. I mean, it's like, yeah, and I, and I firmly believe that every dog can do this. I mean, your your personal dog should be able to do a two hour downstay at a cafe with high levels of distraction. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe this. Yeah, I firmly believe this. Your dog should be able to, you know, walk past leech reactive dogs. Your dog should be able to um, listen to commands no matter what the distractions are. Next. Um, Laura, so I was on your live a couple nights ago and shared that I was scared to pull the trigger on my e-collar. Yes, I remember that. I finally just went for it following the instructions from the Greener Graduate course. Right. I've been so impressed with how my dog has responded following your techniques. The only thing that is concerning me is that she is so sad looking with a tail tucked and looking timid. Will this go away the longer I work with her? Yeah, so number one, I don't know what your skill set is on the remote collar. I don't know what it is. Are you going through priming CSNCS? Because if it's it was this is close, you shouldn't be on corrections for obedience yet. Some dogs, though, it's a whole new concept for them, so they're uncertain. You might be going too quick, or you might also be exposing your dog's true self to new learning. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of dogs like that. Historically, we've seen though. It all even out. It all even out. Because pretty soon you'll be able to enjoy your trained dog. Next. Oh, my God, Kathleen. She said, honestly, guys, that's exactly what happened. We said, fuck it, got a puppy, had the baby one week after Leo came home. We're fucked. Oh, my God, Kathleen. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. If I was in New England still, I would literally come to your house and help you. I'm not even kidding. I'd help you with the baby. Fuck the dog. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah I would help with whatever. I would clean your house for you if that's what yes. you needed. My God. Yeah. yeah. Most moms just in want fact, help with other shit. In fact, they got the baby. In fact, my first two kids, we're going back 33 years. All right. I've been doing kids for a while. I'm 57. So my first two kids were twins. And, um, People always ask, you know, was it hard? I'm like, I don't know. These are my first kids. I don't know. I said, you know, one or two or three. I don't know. It's all difficult, right? People would want to come over and see. And I'm like, cool, great. Which chore are you doing? Exactly. Or what food are you bringing? Exactly. Thank you. I can't see. I never wrap my brain. I'm not even a mother. But, like, when people are like, oh, I'll come take care of the baby. It's like. Let the mom right. who just pushed that child out of her enjoy her baby. Right. And you can help by cleaning, cooking, or doing something around the house. That's but, how you help a but, mother. But most moms want to hold their babies. But mo- but also, speaking from experience, not that I'm a mom nor do I identify as a mom, um, is sometimes they just want if the if the if the baby's on the bottle, a lot of people can take care of the baby. Yeah. If the baby's on the bottle and not on the boob, even if it's pumping, it's, they're still bottled, you know, available. Sometimes they just want uninterrupted sleep. Yes, this is true. The mom well. wants uninterrupted sleep. So, so sometimes taking care of the baby actually, it's like, I actually need this kid away from me for right now. Yeah. I need four, six hours of sleep. Usually just 
four or three or four is enough because mm -hmm. with some babies you can't even get three or four yeah all right margo says so many off-leash dogs around my house we are in the country and fences are pretty much obsolete i yeah. hate that i feel like i can't walk my dog my fucking road with my pup down my fucking road with my pup yeah so this is what i was what's her name Margo. Margo, this is what I would suggest. And we know this for a fact because we do this. Margo, where are, are you from Australia? Is it New Zealand or something? I think she's like Australia. Get bear spray. It might be illegal there, though. Get a BB gun. But then again, if you're in Australia, you have like shit coming after you on a daily basis. You're right. So what I would do is get some sort of deterrent. Spray deterrent. Spray the dog. You'd be surprised how that dog, whenever it sees you, runs the other way. Once you actually neutralize a threat and the dog and the dog actually like it works, dogs ain't stupid. They're gonna be like, you know what? Her, I will stay away from. Next. Um, let's see. Now I have to find where I was. I read Margot. This, this is all talk amongst each other. So I get to like skip these. Yep. Margot said they come into my pasture and chase my horses. I can legally shoot them for harassing livestock yes. and they chase cars. I clipped one last week and I don't care. And I refuse to swerve for dogs. They ambush me on the road. Yep. Yeah. You could absolutely, you can keep um, a gun or a rifle. You keep a You'd have a rifle with a scope and, um, uh, and you actually have every right to shoot a dog. I mean, I can't, I can't keep believe we're bringing this up, but it's like constantly on this show. But everyone's getting ambushed. But if I had a hobby farm, because I probably wouldn't have a full farm, but if I had a hobby farm, number one, I would have perimeter protection dogs, number one. But if I had a, if I didn't, and if I had a dog come onto my property and harassing my animals, just like if it was a coyote, no difference. Mm -hmm. okay, no difference. They can both do the same. They're both apex predators. They would both end up with the same results. Mm -hmm. And I'm a dog lover. But you can't, like, the amount of money and time that we put in, that people put into raising livestock, and it, one dog can easily fuck it up. Yep. Next. Um, Pub Academy ATX said, thanks for the five-day e-collar course. I learned e-collar training with a different company, and I really like the way you guys do it in comparison. Oh, thank you. Thanks, yeah. There's a, there's, there's a bunch of different ways to e-collar train a dog. Yeah. There's a bunch of different ways to train a dog. Mm -hmm. um, there's a bunch of days, ways to leash train a dog, trick train a dog. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, do um, odor work with dogs. Um, so... Definitely multiple ways to get the same result. Yep, exactly. So um, do whatever I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you were able to see what you know two different ways, and then you decide what's the most effective. But there might be protocols that you were doing with the other way you trained that are actually better than the way we trained. So that's great. Now you've got just more, now you've got more knowledge, and that's what it's about. It's like you just have more knowledge now. So yep. it's awesome, and that is priceless. Yes. Knowledge is priceless. And then the implementation of knowledge, which is the hardest thing for people to do because they have a discipline problem, is um, that's the, where the gold is. That's where the gold is, is the implementation. Next. Avi says, hi, all. Hey, Avi. Oh, hey, Avi. How are you? Mm. Happy Brit New Year. Oh, happy New Year, Avi. Brittany says, 911 might send a counselor. <laughs> yeah. A grief counselor. <laughs> yeah. So yep. how do you feel about your goat being slaughtered? Mm. Does that yeah. bring up any old childhood memories? Oh my God. It's like, let me save the phone call and I'll take care of it. I'm my own sheriff. Yep. yep. Abby says, love the new studio. Thanks, Thanks. Abby. Thank you to all. Dog trainer, Audrey, food can also be too much of a distraction for some dogs. Have to be able to troubleshoot. Dogs are a study of one. So, correct. So, what happens with a lot of dogs is they get so crazy when they get food. Like, are you actually learning? Yeah. Like, hey, let's, let's serve soda at lunchtime in the school cafeteria so all these kids in the afternoon can't sit still yeah let's do that <laughs> yeah. great idea yeah and chocolate milk too never understood chocolate milk at school 
Well, that has so much sugar in it too. It's like it might as well be a can of soda. Right. Exactly. Oh, but it's milk. It just—it was really funny. It just just brought back a memory. My mom, who um, <laughs> I'm going to post a picture of her. I got a great selfie of me, Angelo, just like her. my mom and dad. Um, Barb, who is in her 80s. When I went to elementary school and middle school, which I'm 57, so just do the math. I graduated high school in '84, so just reverse it. She single-handedly got every candy and soda machine taken out of every school in the school system. <laughs> the kids must have loved you. Single-handedly. Yeah, you were probably the most popular kid in school. So... For sure. That Gelman kid. Once I started having sex, I was. But prior to that, oh no, God. I wasn't. I would hope you weren't in fucking elementary school. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't also learning about it either. And nor did I want to cut off... <laughs> nor was I trying to be brainwashed on cutting off my dick. All right? <laughs> All right? So... Um, She also was tired of seeing kids walk home for lunch to an empty house and eating lunches at home because anything can happen like on the way home and then mm. you're go to an empty house. So she started the brown bag lunch program where she got government grants to pay for milk, milk, cartons of milk. And kids started bringing their lunches to school. This is before like people like Kevin. Yeah, you got to go home on lunch. I would have loved that. Yeah. And now I have to stay at school. Yeah, this is before busing, though. Like, yeah, your but school, if you're close your, enough, your you school is that your school is that close? Yeah, everybody walked to school. We didn't have buses. And then they could, you took away your privilege to go home too. I'd be pissed. The last place she wanted me was at home by myself. <laughs> Trust me. I got no, no, no. I got into trouble. I'm sure you did. Where are you going with this? Next. Okay. Joyful dog services. New client nearly lost her dog in a busy intersection chasing a rabbit. She has very little fundamentals and force-free trained dog. Suggestions to curb the prey drive and give her confidence prior to e-collar. Yeah, sure. Well, How I... soon can I correct with e-collar? She is open but really green and dog is too, but also limited in obedience. I used Bonker and Pet Corrector today. Stopped the lunging but really didn't care much. Can tell in a week it won't work. Where do I start? She's open-minded but nervous. So you can start with the e-collar on, on stopping any unwanted behavior right away. Not for not doing an obedience command, but for stopping un any unwanted behavior right away. So chasing of prey, you can use an e-collar on, on day one. She's nervous. Okay. Are you more nervous using an e-collar than you are of your dog chasing something into traffic pick your nervous pick your nervous and some people will say well you can train a dog not to do that without a knee collar i agree one thousand percent and so can i she has very limited skill sets which doesn't mean e-cowers are for the limited in skill but it is a highly effective tool to communicate with your dog not to do something in a very rapid fashion, which does not mean you are lazy. It means you are smart. And if you don't believe that, get rid of your car, get a bicycle, and ride your bike everywhere. Next. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Pup Academy said, I feel the same way. My first are also twins. Imagine that your first kids ever, and they're twins. Yeah, I used to. I used to. That's have, a lot. I had one on one on my back, one on my front. So I just did everything. Damn. Yep. I've got old. I've got old pictures. Oh, these were the girls. These were. Uh, which kid was this? When I had my radio show, probably one of my um, teenagers. When I had my radio show, um, we used to bring, um, I used to have a kid on my, you know, and a little papoose doing the radio show. Papoose. Yep. <laughs> the words you use sometimes, I can't. Okay, let's see. Do you have suggestions for getting my dog to go up the stairs? He can walk the stairs. My other dog must have scared him. She has passed. He is a 155-pound Great Dane. Well, it's actually probably if you've got wooden stairs, the slippery floor might have freaked out your dog. So yeah. start at the um, top. 
how do you get done to the top if you've got to go to the bottom? Well, if you have a basement. So this is what we do. Oh, there's my chaps. Wow, I've been looking for that forever. Where did that come from? It was like under my, my microphone. Oh. Um, Weird. What we do is with a prong collar on a dog, we will take the dog and we will start at the bottom of the steps and we'll just start walking. Now, I know it's a big dog. Now, what you can also do is have somebody at the top of the steps or maybe two or three steps above you with a longer line also helping. What you're doing is you're dragging that dog up the steps. It's not going to be dragged. It will walk. And at the top of the steps, you go down. And you go down slow. Excuse me, slow. Don't let the dog race. So, again, you might want somebody behind you also holding on so the dog doesn't race. So you want your dog to be able to walk at your pace up and down the steps. You can usually accomplish all this in one session. We do all the time. All right, let's see. Bonnie says, through the house, he doesn't break threshold. He just searches for people in the house. And the other problem is he still occasionally randomly bounces off the front window when walkers or a dog goes by. I don't know if I can bonk him at that time. Never see it coming. Thank you again so much. Our grandchildren can finally come visit us at our home. That's awesome. So you can set that. Who's that, Bonnie? Bonnie. Bonnie. So, Bonnie, you can set it up, have people, like, ready to walk by your house. Or have you used a um, an e-cower, you know, remote cower, shot cower, which is going to be better timing. And no matter where you are, always just say no. And then as long as you say no at the time of the infraction, you do have some time to apply your punisher. So let's say you didn't have a bonker. You can say, like, handy. You can say no, go get the bonker, hunt your dog down and bonk it. Next. Um, Caroline said, so excited to join the membership. Yeah, membership is going to be huge. It's going to be it's going to be a game changer for folks that really want to start doing some extra work. Or actually, I shouldn't even say extra work. The work. The work. The work. Yeah, the work. But we're really excited. If you haven't been, if you haven't, been able to tell we are getting more and more virtual. And the reason is we can only help so many people in person. So we have a seminar coming up. By the way, we have a fantastic seminar coming up. I'm going back on the road. We're only doing about one one this year and probably only six to eight next year instead of like 26. And we're only staying in the United States. Um, uh, So what we're going to be doing is we have one coming up in November in Pearson, Florida. So you can go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars and look, but you can also go to Solid Canine Academy and you can also, um, there's a tab for seminars as well. We have both working spots, which means you bring your dog. We have audit spots, which means you just bring yourself and also read the fine print. Working spots come with a 100% off discount off of a course and audit spots which come off with a 50% off. So you're either saving $200 or $100. So pretty much you're getting your course for almost next to nothing. I mean, the, uh, the uh, seminar ticket. ticket yeah. yeah. Um, Joyful Dog Services. How much is a one-on-one consult for a dog trainer? I'm in Canadian, so I have to take into consideration. Yeah, your exchange rate's going to suck with us. Um, it's $150 US dollars. For a half hour. Half hour. $250 for an hour. For an hour, yeah. I posted the link if you want to purchase a console, Jeff, though. Um, let's see. But hold on one second, though. But if you're a dog trainer, though. It's worth the investment. And I, we did think about this the other day. Every once in a while, people will be like, how do I get more business? And then I did a post. I've owned businesses now for over 40 years. In those 40 years, I have probably lost, misspent, not budgeted properly a couple hundred thousand dollars, which is no big deal because over 40 years, we're talking at like, you know, at least $15 million in sales, if not, if not higher. So there's that, but I've also spent thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, on mentors, on coaches, Same. on organizations. Now, like Joel and I just bought, well, not just, like within the last year, we just bought a $3,000 
online program. It's got nothing to do with dog training. Nothing to do with dog training. It actually it's for um, better people. It's for personal growth. Yeah. So we just bought a three thousand dollar program that is for personal growth, and it's not for monetizing. Like we're not going to be monetizing this. No. What we're going to do is we'll have a better relationship, but we'll also be able to. It's, it's about working through stress better. Well, yeah, just being better. Everything. In all the better, modalities better, of our personal better, life. Just have a better outlook on a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, which makes you a better business owner, which helps you attract better clientele. Like it's all yeah. full circle. It's, it's all. It's all. It's all combined, but it's specifically not for. Um, get this course, and you'll have you'll you'll make more money. No, that's not what it is. Next. Let's see. Avi's oh, Avi's talking to Kathleen. Just kidding. Constance said I had a dog pull a Vader on me while working the other day. She was extremely avoiding a boulder we had never passed before in the neighbor's yard. Mm. Thanks to that course, after about seven struggle passes on the eighth try, she walked past it. Yeah, nicely. yeah. There's a lot of scary boulders out there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. There sure is. Let's see. Uh, Elise says, looking forward to the membership. I've been gaining a lot of insight from your podcast. Thank you. Yeah, the membership is going to be very, um, it's going to be intimate. It's going to be um, incredible learning experience. It is going to be very well worth the uh, money. Um, That's why a lot of people are like, well, I don't have the money for it. I'm like, but that's fine. I understand. I get it. We're all on a budget. But I'm a huge advocate of you know, going onto YouTube and getting free knowledge, um, buying books on Amazon. Um, I do actually audible.com. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge uh, advocate of so of just furthering my knowledge on stuff and especially on historical things and things in the past. So I like things in the past, things in the present, things in the future, because I think that's how you become a really well-rounded person. Next, I think also it's like, Uh, here's a good example. So a specific course I took in December of last year, I remember it was $222. And this was a person who was semi, I was semi new to her world, right? I'm like, I've never bought anything from her before. Mm, mm. All right, whatever. I've I've built enough know, like, and trust through her free content. I'm like, let's do it. I buy this $222, which is not, but to me, that is not a lot of money. I'm like, okay, great. First First foot in the door with this person, 222 bucks. After taking that course, mm-hmm. I got the idea for one of our workshops mm. that we actually launched a few months later. Right. And it was our best month in business to mm. date. Mm. To date. Mm. From taking a $222 course, mm. it sparked something in me that I was like, that's it. So on that note, we helped more people. Right. Had our best month in business yep. ever. Right. Because I made a two hundred twenty dollars investment. So let me just make a comment. You just said you spent two hundred twenty-two dollars, and very flippantly you said, "No big deal, not a lot of money." Just hold on, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to respond to this, but if somebody out there said. That is a lot of money. What you should do is you have something called prosperity issues. What you should do is you should learn how to have a better relationship with money. Yeah, because I will tell you this. Five years ago, $222 was a lot of money to me. Right. A lot. So you should, you should understand why do you think that is a lot of money? And why did you have such a reaction to somebody saying that's not a lot of money? Because we're not talking about $100,000 or a million dollars. We're talking about $222, which is it might be 50% of your pay currently, but that knows where you are. And then, but the potential for you to be that might that very easily could be 25% of your pay that very easily of a week that easily could be 10% of your pay a week. That could be 5% of your pay a week. Yeah. But it's like, you want to study why you have something called prosperity issues. So understand your relationship with money. Next. 
Um, so it says, which protocol do you suggest for a dog that barks at guests and babies? Oh, just, okay. well, you always say no. Anything you want to stop in a wants behavior, you say no. So it's no, and then pick your, pick your punisher. So no, bonk, no, eat collar. Some people use a squirt bottle. Some people use the, the, the can of pennies. It's like, and there's not one that's better than the other. Find the one that's the most effective. Don't put restrictions on it. Don't we want the best results? Do we want the best results? Next. And it's past eight o'clock. Yep. Oh, damn. Yep. I feel like we're just heating up here. Yep. You're probably exhausted, though. No, I'm fine. Last night. Oh, you know, we'll I, don't sleep on, I don't sleep on planes. We'll do a couple more. Yeah. You don't sleep on planes? Yeah, you do. I don't sleep on planes. You usually fall, like, fall asleep for a little bit. You'll knock out. A little bit, but last night. When, when I travel with Angelo by myself, oh, yeah, that's true. I don't sleep on planes. Yeah. Because I got to keep him safe. Margo said, no, Colorado. I lived in Australia years ago for five years. Okay. I knew at some point you mentioned Australia. Um, Bonnie said, thank you so much. We love Max now, but in the beginning, he drugged me down. He broke the tip of my finger, and we could not control him at all. I cannot tell you what a lifesaver you guys have been. That is scary. That's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of people who said that. Bonnie. Bonnie, there are so many bodies out there. It's incredible. Her story is so many people's stories and it all can be stopped all can be stopped where you can walk your dog off leash walk, hold the leash with one finger dog just listens to you or just knows what to do and it doesn't take long next let's see um damn there's a lot we haven't gotten to sorry guys we're go- we're like going on a lot of rants tonight um, well, we're on again tomorrow because it's a normal show yeah, that's true. Dog trainer Audrey said, I know a trainer who carries an electric cattle prod. Yep. Yep. A little bit bulky. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot. I know of a training university, six-month university for dog trainers. They use cattle prods to stop to train dogs down in motion. Go figure that. Mm. Won't say which one, but go figure that. And supposedly throwing a cotton towel at your dog is abuse. Next. JW said, the biggest nasty in Australia are the woke government Mm. Um, the EU is changing New Zealand is changing Canada is changing the US is changing um, I think it's changing worldwide it's changing worldwide and it all goes with the whole demas- demasculinization of men is one of the things again that triggers a lot of people but it's like guys be really careful be really careful because there's a lot of people that are looking to take over your country wherever you live, and you better be ready. Next. Um, let's see. There's no way we're gonna get through all these. Mm-hmm. I gotta go put the chickens away too because it's dark. Yep. Um shoot. All right. Well, we can hold them off till tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to have to. All right. We got carried away tonight. Yeah, we did. That's what happens. This is free. We'll see you tomorrow for another free free one. We'll be back tomorrow night. We'll see you tomorrow. Did you get eggs? More chickens? Were there any eggs? I mean, two? That's it? They've been very stressed. They're not laying like they usually do. All right, everybody. Good night, everyone. in love with you. Take care. Bye. Bye Good night, guys.